Family of God Teaching Series is brought to you by Chumdi Ohahuna Ministry International, Komi. These teachings provides every believer with the knowledge of the Kingdom of God. Tells of what is expected of children, belonging to the family of God and helping all become fruitful believers. Now listen to Pastor Funk. It's called uh, Living the Christian Life. We started to understand what the law is. It's what the law of God meant. And that the law of God, when it was first given to the children of Israel, and to man in general, it was more like a schoolmaster. Eh? Every small thing you do, they flog you. Because you can never satisfy it, are we together? The, 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 the problem of the law and man not being able to manage it and satisfy it to please God made man see the need for a savior. Amen. And that is why Christ came and died for us. And because of the finished work of Christ, today we can be called a new man. We became new creatures. And Christ became our our firstborn, okay? The firstborn of the family to which we now belong to the family of God. Amen. Christ is the head. We are also joint heads. Amen. So we also move forward to understand that now that we are in the family of God, it is important for us to also understand that we have to grow. Okay, so spiritual growth is a very important aspect for every child of God. Just like a baby is born today, even from the, 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 the next few hours following, doctors expect to begin to see some changes in the body of a child that just came out of the room, true or false. So the same way as, as spiritual beings, coming into Christ and a lot of things that we have to transform from, okay? Because we transform from this, this dark world to the kingdom of light, amen. And then a lot of things in our mind, okay, our spirit man becomes generated, becomes a new man completely. But our mind does not become new completely. We have the responsibility of doing what? Working on our mind and making it become what will be willing to please God at all times, will be what is actually Christ-like. Are we together? So spiritual growth is a very important aspect for us to consider as believers. Amen. And then we understood that if you want to grow spiritually, your desire to grow spiritually, it's not about you saying, okay, I want to grow spiritually, so now I'll be reading my Bible for five hours, I'll be praying for six hours, I'll be going to church every day, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be. It's not going to be because of your I'll be that you'll be able to achieve spiritual goals. It's going to be because of the work of the Holy Spirit in you. Are you together? So you need to depend on the Holy Spirit to achieve spiritual growth as a believer. Amen. And we said, okay, yes, we depend on the Holy Spirit. What is our own part in achieving spiritual growth, however, is that number one, we have to desire to grow. We all have to desire growth. Amen. You desire growth, and then you also have to maintain that desire for growth. You don't just think of say, okay, because the way the preaching was last week, I think it's important to grow spiritually. Then you begin to make steps. Then before you go, you wonder what happened. You don't even feel like carrying your Bible to read. 
you don't feel like spending time in prayers alone anymore. Sometimes you don't even want to go for any meeting that has to do with believers. That is because you are not taking the responsibility to maintain your desire for growth. We all have to maintain it. Amen. And then we looked at the aspect of, yes, I want to grow. I'm maintaining desire to grow. What do you need to grow? Because you must, you can't just be eating anything. As you know, you need to go around eating anything and say, because I want to grow, I'm eating anything. No. You give yourself to the right meal. Healthy foods, are we together? You give yourself to eating what is needed for your body and not just anything you see around. The same thing as spiritual beings. We don't go with hearing all forms of information. We don't go with reading all forms of books and materials. We don't go with listening to all forms of teach teachings and demonstrations of all kinds. We grow through the Word of God. Every Jesus-centered teaching, everything that makes us grow in the knowledge of God, they are the only means that help us grow spiritually. Are we together? And so we can only get more strength from God's words. We also went for that to understand that aside from our strength, we also have to practice and exercise. Just like in the physical, practice and exercise. No parent is happy to have a child that only sits when he's placed. So you put your, chair, your child on the chair by 7 a.m. And by 7 p.m. he's still there. He does not move. He will be. He will Everything on that chair. He does not play. He does not go anywhere. No parent is happy to see that. Same way in the spiritual. God is not happy if we don't exercise and practice what we are hearing from this world. Are we together? We need to put it to practice. Have faith in God. Trust Him and exercise every word of God that we hear. Be practitioners. And then we also understood that time and patience is very important for our spiritual growth. Amen. Amen. We should not just, we should not be in a hurry at all to grow. We should not be in a hurry at all to grow. Like I, I gave an example last week. My daughter is always in a hurry to become like mommy. Mommy, I just want to be like you. Well, I want to grow fast, fast. I want to grow fast, fast. I, want to, I said, no, everybody has their own time. To grow, you have what to do. Then I tell her, just keep eating well. Yeah? Sleep when mommy stays, you sleep. Wake up and, and, and take your bath. You know, you just try to. But she's, she's so eager to want to grow and be like mommy. Why? I don't know. But in the spiritual, we have a lot of believers who are also too eager to want to become what they have not trained themselves to be. And at the end of the day, like uh, we read from scriptures last week, Paul says such people, they will be easy tools in the hand of the devil. Why? Because they did not give themselves to do what? Grow. Are we together? Yeah. So time and patience is important for our spiritual growth. Now today we are going for and we are going to be considering the relationship between spiritual appetite and spiritual growth. It is important for us to know that for appetites, okay, we determine to what extent to grow as a believer, the spiritual appetites. You see, in the physical, 
And I deal, maybe you have also said it before. You say today I don't have appetite. I don't have appetite for anything. We say it, but at the end of the day, we still have to find something to eat, whether we have appetite or not. The reason is because if you don't eat, then you're, you're already on your pathway to die. Uh, because even in the hospital, when some people have mouth problem or they have swallowing problem, they still go to the extent of using food to give to food to us. In any way, somebody, you have to, food must enter your body if you have to survive. Are we together? But another thing we need to consider is the, is the aspect of what we eat to satisfy our appetites. Unhealthy diet produces unhealthy cravings. And uh, a healthy diet produces healthy cravings, okay? When you said biologically, okay, and medically, when you give yourself to eating junks, what happens? Before long, you begin to crave only for junks. Yeah? You don't have time to eat good food. In fact, you don't even want to waste time eating good food. Right? We have when the, the, the season of uh, fast food, fast food, fast food, people who always they don't be wasting time in the kitchen anymore. You don't be buying fast food, buying fast food. Fast food is not good for the body. Why? Because it was also made fast. So there are a lot of things that were destroyed along the way. A lot of things that were not put in along the way. A lot of things that were not considered when the meat was being prepared. So at the end of the day, you come to eat fast food, but you eat unhealthy food. And unhealthy food, because it has become a practice, it becomes what you crave for, what you desire, but not knowing that as you keep going for it, you are also, you know, giving yourself to what? An unhealthy lifestyle. So unhealthy diet produces cravings that perpetuate the consumption of food that is neither nourishing for the body, nor good for the mind. It makes a person crave for that which will make one feel sick instead of feel better or look better. And also bestow in your reasoning instead of thinking better. So you see how the things we eat can affect us a great deal. It does not only affect your body, it affects your appearance, it affects your look, and it also affects how you reason, how you think. Are we together? Yes. Because there's a saying that they say, a poor man, what does it mean? It's a devil's workshop. Why? Because he is so hungry that he's not thinking. And the devil can easily deceive him. The devil can easily use him as a tool. May that not be a portion in the name of Jesus. So God designed the human body with a built-in hunger mechanism. So we will feed our bodies regularly. It is a very great system. As long as we have food available, hunger really is not a problem, is it? When you have food in your stomach, you will you be saying, I want to kill you, I want to kill you, then there's something wrong. Is it that you don't know how to cook? Or you don't know that you have food in your store? Hallelujah. So when you have food, hunger is not a problem. So it helps us remember when our bodies need sustenance. Hunger helps us to remember that our body needs what? Sustenance. As it is, if an individual does not have an appetite, he or she will not get the basic nutrition necessary for sustaining life. So as believers, we have all got the same appetite when we came into Christ. Okay? The, the, the hunger 
the appetite towards God, okay, was placed in every child of God. Praise God. So we have some degree of appetite in our hearts as believers. Our hunger, our our appetite is God's desire, okay? It is desire to do what? To hear God's voice, to meditate on the word of God, to give ourselves holy to God, to love the Lord. Job said it this way in Job 3 and verse 12. I have esteemed the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. And David also said it in Psalm 119, 1-1. I opened my mouth and panted, for I long for thy commandments. I opened my mouth and I'm, you know, you want the word of God to fill you. That's what David is saying. And Apostle Peter, first Peter 2 verse 2, is admonishing the church saying, as newborn babies, desire the sincere milk of the world that it may grow thereby. So in every sense, you have to be responsible as a believer to grow spiritually. If you want to grow spiritually, then you need to develop a desire for nourishment, just like a newborn baby would. Amen. Every newborn baby begins to look for food before you eat. True or false? Not everybody will be gone. They are forcing to the breast milk or organism. No. They are, they, are, they are not open. You see them sucking. You see them. They are, they are, their instinct is there to want to do what? Be looking for mother's milk. Are we together? Yes. Not any kind of food, but. They know the right one that they need at the time. Yeah. If the baby is opening my child, start putting Fanta Coke. Really? Well, I've not seen, I've not seen someone, but I'm sure you don't need to do it. It will be masked. Are we together? So, baby, babies, are, they know that what is supposed to be near. So, they are looking for, and you see something, it's once they like them like this, they, they know where to go to. They don't look at the face. They know where food is supposed to come from. Are we together? Same way as spiritual babies, as spiritual beings, we should look up to God that way. Yeah. Pants for his woman and pants for his world. Be hungry for him to fill you up. Are we together? Peter in verse Peter 2 and verse 2 is telling us that Christians should be like that. After receiving the gift of salvation, being in Christ Jesus, we ought to start seeking after God so that we grow spiritually. And like we learned in our former teaching, you cannot just suddenly say, because I'm now 20 years in Christ, I am now mature spiritually. Nobody gets matured, you know, 100% as a believer here on earth. Are we together? So every day we all have the responsibility of looking for nourishment that will make us grow spiritually. Amen. So spiritually, to hunger and thirst for righteousness will cause us to see the Lord and to be filled, like Jesus said. And that is what our soul needs to survive. Amen. You see, you have come to Christ. You are not a new creature. Okay? You have, you, have, you, have, you have been brought into a new family. Fine. But you have a responsibility, like I said earlier, to conform yourself to this new family that you now belong to. You have a responsibility to begin to look like this new family you belong to. And what makes that happen is how
and what you feel of. Are we together? You don't say, ah, me, I'm not hungry today, so I won't, I won't go for God. No. Are we together? You have to hunger and test. Let it be your hunger and test. And Jesus, that's why Jesus said, it is blessed for those who do hunger and test. Who does hunger and test, if they are blessed. Are we together? It's a blessing for those who hunger and test for more of God. What we pray for also tells what we are consuming and the level to which we will be like Christ. Like I said at the beginning, when you are used to eating jobs, all you want is kiss, all you want is pizza, all you want is sweet pie, all you want is this. You don't want to eat carbohydrates, you know, prepare more, process more in the house. You don't want to go for potatoes. You don't want to go for vegetables. All you want is just oily stuffs, baked stuffs, and the rest of it. Yes, the more you eat, it looks like you are satisfied. But you don't know you are not giving yourself the right nourishment. Are we together? Same way as believers, you can actually be eating junk and think you are, you are eating the right meal that will make you grow spiritual. There are a lot of jobs out there. A lot of jobs. If you are not careful, you would have eaten it and eaten poison and discovered that only to discover that you have destroyed your your soul more instead of transforming it. Are we together? So we have to be very, very careful. Now there's an admonition that Paul gave to Timothy. We are quickly going to run through that in 2 Timothy 2, verse 20 to 23. Uh, the King James Version says, I'm going to use two translations for better understanding. King James Version says, But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. If a man then purge himself from this, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and made for the master's use. And prepare unto every good work. Amen. Now 22 says, Free also youthful lust, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace, with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. But foolish and unnamed questions you avoid. Now the passion translation says from verse 20. In a play, in a palace, you find many kinds of containers and tableware for many different uses. Some are beautifully inlaid with gold and silver, but some are made of wood or earthenware. Some of them are used for banquets and special occasions, and some for everyday use. But you, Timothy, must not see your life and ministry this way. Okay? Your life and ministry must not be disgraced. For you are to be a pure container of Christ and dedicated to the honorable purposes of your master. Prepare for every good work that he gives you to do. Are we together? So when it comes to us as believers, what Paul is saying is you don't have to consider yourself as whether you, you are only for honor or you prepare yourself for my own is for dishonor. Or you prepare yourself for only, I'll uh, uh, only be used for occasions, okay? Or another person, my own is for everyday use. No. Are we together? As spiritual people, you have to 
my God. Are we together? And that's where you, you can only achieve it by putting yourself with the word of God. Feeding yourself only with the word of God. Allowing the Holy Spirit to be your director. Are we together? Allowing the Holy Spirit to be the one responsible for all your impulses, your responses. Are we together? Avoid anything, okay, that will make you want to go otherwise. But which is a stay away from all the foolish arguments of the immature. For these disputes, we only generate more conflicts. Huh? Stay away from what immature believers are doing. One thing that is rampant in our days now is immature believers talking about mature believers. Hey, hey, see what that pastor is saying. See what that pastor is saying. Hey, hey, hey. Is he supposed to carry himself like that? Is he supposed to wear that kind of shoe? Is he supposed to go to something? All the keep is castigating, castigating, castigating. Those are what immature believers do. But as mature believers that will be used by God, that will give themselves only to God, our duty is to do what? Feed ourselves with the word of God and only communicate spiritual words, word of God that will edify another person. Are we together? Do things that will make you follow righteousness. We learned about operational righteousness and the gift of righteousness, provisional righteousness. In the last year of the power conference, I was powerful. If you have not heard that teaching, you need to hear it again. Amen. We have to follow righteousness. Be concerned about how you operate in righteousness as a believer. Are we together? Be, be more concerned. What is it? Which aspect am I, am, I, am, I, am I not complying with the word of God? Work on it. Amen. Are we together? Allow pray for the Holy Spirit to, to enable you ask for grace as you study God's word. Amen. Because it's only the word of God that will grow you up in that aspect and make you, you know, exercise that path. As your spiritual life that was good. Amen. So we follow faith, you know, peace and charity. Let the pure love of God be your portion. Are we together? Yes. That way you will be able to satisfy your spiritual appetite with a healthy diet. Are we together? Amen. And you will be able to, you know, work towards achieving your spiritual growth in the right direction. May the Lord grant us understanding and make us to ask of His word in the name of Jesus. Let's rise up on our feet and begin to make prayers again this morning. We'll be asking the Lord to help us to give ourselves to transforming our mind to His word. Are we together? Yes. We need grace to give ourselves to hearing the word of God, studying the word of God. It's not just opening our Bibles, but we want to eat good food. When we, when we open the Word of God, we want to get revelation, we want to get understanding. Open your mouth and pray for yourself. God, grant me grace. Grant me grace to eat good food from your Word. Grant me grace to give time in studying your Word and eating your Word on a daily basis in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray for
burns. Just like in the physical, when someone consumes poison, when he consumes something that is harmful to his body, they rush him to the hospital. For what? Extraction. We are going to pray this morning. Oh Lord, oh, extract from me. Extract from me. Everything poisonous to my spiritual growth. Everything poisonous to my spiritual growth. Existing in my life. Existing in my in life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, extract from me. Oh Lord, everything poisonous to my spiritual growth. Existing in my spiritual life. Everything that consumes the Some poisons that some people take as they go on in life. 
I was, I was talking to uh, a, a, a pharmacist and he told me something he said. He said, um, if the African child takes a full um, um, bottle of paracetamol walls, he said the child may not die, but he will develop health issues later on in the future. He said, but if a white, if an European child does that, a full bottle of paracetamol walls, Say the European child will die immediately. What am I trying to say? Some Christians at their developmental stages, they're taking some overdoses or some poisons that is now affecting them later on in their life. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. So they become, those things may come out as dogmas. They may come out as teachings. Those teachings as are there, they were not harmed, they were not given with an intention to harm the believer. But over time, these teachings are no longer helping them. But for them to change this, their mindset, it becomes a challenge. And so it is called that development becomes a problem. So I still think that we are not every poison I have taken into myself. Yes. By your hand, remove them. Yes, there are some teachings that some people say, this is how they taught us. And it was, so shall it be now and forever. But you know that that teaching is not helping you now. You know that the way things are going, if you continue with that kind of teaching that they taught you, you cannot succeed in your Christian life. Yet, you say, as it, as it was, so shall it be now and forever. I have met people like that. And it's called that their Christian life is nonsense. Why? Because they cannot leave some things that they learned some years ago. And those things are not helping them now. Now, those things are becoming what? Poisons to them. We are simply that we are not every poison in my spirit, man. Every poison in my soul that has come through teachings that are not helpful to me now. That has come through things I learned that are not helpful to me. Lord, I ask by your hand, remove them from my life. You are praying that prayer. Remove them from my life. Remove them from my life. Thanks for listening, we hope you've been blessed by this teaching. Kindly share your testimonies with us at chumdiohahunaministry at gmail.com. Grace to you.